Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Driving My Mind podcast. We're doing it a little bit different today. I'm on my way to the movies to go see uh, Mission Impossible. I'm a huge uh, Tom Cruise fan, uh, and religion aside and all that, I think he's one of the best actors uh, out there in in, uh, Hollywood, so... Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. This is a little bit different, uh, and it's actually a perfect uh, opportunity to talk about today's topic. Does mileage matter? So I'm in my daily, and it has 238,884 miles. I just need a thousand more miles, and I have officially made this truck to the moon myself, and of course the previous owners. <laughs> uh, this is uh, almost a 25-year-old truck, right? So. I wanted to talk to you guys today about um, mileage and why it's uh, a big topic and why it can truly uh, give you the opportunity to buy a a very good car or unfortunately um, (laughs) have to pay a premium for something when you don't really need to. So to answer your question right away, so if you need to tune out after this, you can tune out. Does mileage matter? Yes, it does, okay? I mean, look at the business that uh, Kelly Blue Book and all those people uh, decide um, that make money off of cars based on their, uh, you know, packages, right? And their mileage, right? Uh, A truck, uh, a GMC Sierra Denali could be worth, $45,000 because it has only 20,000 miles and the same exact year, same exact packages, same exact everything, if it has 80,000 miles, it's now worth 15,000, you know, because trucks tend to depreciate a lot more based on mileage. Even it could be the top of the line, Sierra Denali, it's still going to go down in uh, price simply based on mileage. But there are gems out there, friends, that you know you can have a, a bunch of miles on it and it's not going to go down very much at all uh for example let's take a rare car right let's take a ferrari 458 right who you know was an, an amazing car at the time and then it kind of slipped into depreciation because hey it's a ferrari right and then now all of a sudden the prices are going up 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 and you're looking at a ferrari 458 with 30,000 miles versus 10,000 miles, the price difference isn't that much. You're talking about maybe uh, 20 to $30,000 in price difference for a nearly $20,000, uh, 20,000 miles in, in a range. And so you say to yourself, what in the world is going on, right? Well, it's because it's a Ferrari 458. It's, a, it's an extremely rare vehicle to uh, to access and own and all the owners that have it are keeping them now because they keep shooting and shooting shooting up in value um, so uh, I'm, I'm sure that's gonna happen to these Porsche uh, GT3s and GT2 RS's uh, maybe even the Cayman GT4s where you're gonna find examples and you know they're gonna have 3,000 miles on me they're gonna have 30,000, 20,000 miles on. We, we met a, uh, a Cayman GT4 owner with, that was his daily, and it had nearly, what? You know, he, he said it was 30,000 miles by now, because it's been over a year, it's probably at 40,000 miles, 45,000 miles. And you know what? That car is still worth a premium. 
because hey, it's a Porsche Cayman GT4, right? In manual, it was his. It was a manual transmission too. So that's gonna definitely play a role. Is if the car is an expensive kind of car. I have no idea who's calling. I am going to decline. <laughs> Next, you're talking about cars based on mileage that um, depreciate because no one wants them. Or I should say uh, mileage doesn't matter is um, cars that nobody wants. Um, you could have, take a look at the uh, LC500, right? An amazing car. I mean, I got one because it's the last hoorah of the Japanese V8. And so you got those kind of cars on the used market whether it has 3,000 miles or 20,000 miles those those cars are just depreciating it, it truly doesn't matter right because you know Lexus doesn't sell that many and any of the owners they drive them for a year or two and then they you know ship them out right they, they trade it in for a C8 Corvette or something different right and so we come to this to this issue where you can have a low mileage car just for the fact that nobody wants them well you're gonna lose out and that's where you know mileage doesn't matter and you're, you're gonna be hitting the the natural curve of depreciation regardless the funny thing about Toyota and Lexus and what I tell people and and Doug DeMiro mentions that too Savage Geese mentioned as well is those cars they start to appreciate when they stop making them. Always, the Supra, the MR2, hopefully the LC500, right? And so we'll have to wait and see, well, does mileage matter? If I keep the mile is miles low on the Lexo, you know, will it be worth a ton more than, you know, the LC500 that was used as a Grand Tourer, you know, traveling up and down the coast of California, Highway 1, will that be actually worth uh, more than you know Joe Schmo and that's where you have to consider yourself uh, the 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 drivability reliability of the car you're purchasing where mileage does matter Toyota Lexus product you can buy a higher mileage Toyota look at Facebook marketplace how many you know 300,000 mile uh, Toyota Lexus cars can you find that are still worth a, a pretty penny right because they were well taken care of but you go look at yourself a, a BMW, you go look at yourself at a Range Rover, and you see, like, oh my God, like, after one year of ownership, it's depreciated nearly 40%, right? So if I bought a, a, a Range Rover uh, Discovery for $150,000, in one year, it's almost worth $75,000, $80,000, right? That's nearly 45%, 50% depreciation regardless of miles and that's where you know the reliability and dependability of the car come in a factor look at these bmws nobody wants a bmw uh like an e92 my dream m car right v8 4.4 liter high revving you're talking about them if, if the rod bearings haven't been done oh it's a ticking time bomb right and so you look at the mileage oh you know, 60,000 miles, 50,000 miles for like a 2013, like one of the last gens. They're like, oh my God, this is amazing. However, the rod bearings haven't been done. Well, pfft, I'm not paying, I'm not paying them a premium regardless. 
And that's funny because now you go into that other territory I mentioned before where uh, it's such a rare car that, you know, you kind of, you know, if you want a 2012, 2013 model, you end up ponying out regardless of rod bearings. But either way, like, that would be a, a huge negotiation factor is that, like, oh, you know, you don't have uh, the rod bearings done. I'm, you know, that, that's a, a $3,000 job that you're going to make me do myself. Three to $5,000, I'm sure, now with labor rates going up. But, um, a lot of these beamers even the f80 beamers they, they they've depreciated so much regardless of miles why because we know that oh you need to do the crank hub or you need to do uh you know certain spots of the interior wear out and so you, you can have the cleanest example but miles doesn't matter for anything and so it's, it's, I don't have my notebook, as you can tell, obviously. The, I've, I've reviewed my notes right before leaving, but those are kind of the major points I wanted to hit. Does mileage matter? Of course it does, but you have to look at the varying instances of drivability and reliability, you know, high mileage Toyota, high mileage older Honda, because some of these new Hondas are, you know, kind of iffy, but you're looking at those kind of cars where you know, people are still spending five or six thousand dollars on a freaking uh, Toyota ES350. You know, uh, with with four hundred thousand miles on it. Um, you know, you have to look at drivability, reliability. You have to look at rarity, right? A four five eight is going to keep its value, whether it has ten thousand miles or or thirty thousand miles. Um, the price difference isn't that much. So if you can find a low mileage example for sale. You know, there's just so many comps, right? You, you almost have to treat these freaking cars like real estate now. There's so few comps, it's really hard to price the market. You can use Nada, KBB, True Car, but you know, with 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 rarity, you know, you're just trying to see what cars were sold for and and try to price accordingly. And so, you, you know that you have something special, four five eight uh, Italia. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna boost that sucker to the moon, right? Um, so you got drivability, dependability, reliable, uh, rarity, and most importantly, uh, just the uh, the known issues, right? Kind of similar to drivability, reliability. You have those BMWs, you have those Land Rovers that, as soon as you drive them off the lot, you know they've depreciated forty percent, right? Um, but at, at the end of the day, that's partially there's a reason why. A reason why is I have to do a bunch of this junk to it. Um, I have to, uh, you know, and, and, and there's so many of them made that it's harder and harder to find such a clean example. And we go again, ties back to rarity. Um, there's there's a lot of GT4, you know, Cayman GT4s made. Um, there's not a lot of, you know, GT2 RSs made. So that's where you get into that, that gray area of the, the two extremes that I've mentioned, but Again, I really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for uh, pre uh, hearing more of a, I don't want to say ramble. It's not as, uh, I guess, intently focused as uh, I normally am. When I'm at my desk, I'm at my workstation, I have my mic, you know, I'm gonna have to transfer the audio for this to my RSS feed, but um, I appreciate you guys' time. Does mileage matter? Yes, it does, but you have to look at what kind of car it is at the end of the day and it's rarity and it's drivability reliability so thank you guys for tuning in 
check out Your Ride and I, my YouTube channel. I didn't end up any car shows this past weekend. I know local car scene had a big, big one. Um, and the IE Honda had a good one too up in Riverside. But uh, it was my weekend ago uh, shooting uh, and do USPSA. So I, I just stuck with that. And uh, you know, this is my last week of summer school, but I can't wait to go see uh, Mission Impossible. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. I gotta focus in as I'm pulling in on Winchester. But I appreciate your guys' time. Continue to listen to the podcast. Stay positive, keep driving your mind, stay driven. I will catch you guys on the next one. See ya. Look at that Miata in front with a beautiful blonde riding passenger. Oh man, lucky guy, lucky, lucky man.